DJ and PK, we're brought to you in part by Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action now. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call Action today at 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. We've talked a lot of college football today. We had uh, Chris Solari on, covers Michigan State for the Detroit Free Press. He had a lot of answers for us. He also had a lot of questions on a very fluid situation. Could not guarantee us what the next 12 hours would bring. Thought the last 24 had a lot of twists and turns to it. Uh, football people want to play football, PK, and I don't think that that should be particularly surprising to anybody. Uh, the football coaches who've won more and have bigger reps have more say, and whether it was Michigan or Nebraska, they were probably two most forceful. Although I thought Ohio State and Penn State were you know, pretty outspoken too. And you know, Chris couldn't give us any guarantees on what the Big Ten is going to do, and if they vote and it's unanimous, will all 14 automatically stay in lockstep the way we expect conferences to? Or could a few schools break off and play as independents, essentially, and just say, okay, there's, the Big Ten isn't going, but we are, and we'll schedule whoever we can. Uh, he couldn't rule that out. And when I asked him about whether if they decide to play, could four schools decide absolutely to shut it down? Basically, it's, it's 2020, and who knows? It, it just sounds like a total free-for-all. Well, right now, I don't know that they can actually end up being a total free-for-all. The potential there is to have that be so, but I don't know that it's an actual reality of the situation if and when we get there. It sounds good right now. You can say whatever you want right now, and Scott Frost is saying that, and others have floated it out there. Frost, I think, might have been the first one of the power conference teams in Nebraska to go ahead and say that, and then others followed suit. We'll see what happens. We haven't heard anything from the Pac-12, basically, because they haven't come out and said that. I do think that in my limited brief conversations with some folks yesterday that I believe that they believe that that's where this is going. There seemed to be a resignation in their voices that this is what is going to happen. So it will be interesting to see if Pac-12 guys go out because they really don't in the conference right now in the Pac-12, outside of Kyle, and he's not prone to get himself involved in political matters by any stretch, nobody really has any uh, stature. Maybe David Shaw can say stuff. He's coming off a losing season but everybody else is either brand new or they haven't won enough. It's been a lot of turnover. Yeah. There's been a lot of turnover. You know, the two league titles went to Washington and their coach stepped down. That, right. That'd be a guy who'd have a lot of, a lot of say, but uh, Chris Peterson. He's gone. Yeah, Chris he, Peterson's he retired. out. He had enough. Yeah. <laughs> he was done. And, and I think he's on the faculty up there at Washington. And Cristobal's won, but he's barely been there. I know. He's, he's brand still, new. He's still getting the program going. It looks like it's headed in the, in the absolute correct direction, obviously. Uh, and, uh, you know, if this was five years down the road, he might. Oh, well, I don't really know his personality. Some some guys just aren't inclined to to do that. You know, yeah. Steve Tate, we just had him on. He's using his platform to try to help. What he views as help, some other people view that he's crazy, what have you, blah, 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 blah. And that's going to come, especially with literally everyone, if you want it, has access to have a voice. And to go at Steve, that's why I'm done with Twitter and that stuff. It's all going to be silly stuff because I don't want to give these people voices 
I mean, I, we talked about the weather yesterday, and somehow I got, get a clue, PK. Something as benign as that, and I'm getting a shot taken at, at me. You know, if you want to come on the air and take shots at me, have at it. Or if you want to sign your name and who you are, then I'll respond. But these anonymous folks I really don't have any time for. So not everyone wants to put themselves out there. But it'll be interesting to see once the Pac-12 does go, and I think they're going to go in the direction that has been reported based on my conversation, not so much based, well, combination of what has been put out there through sources and then my own little uh, survey of my little so-called sources, although I do think I have a good one or good ones, uh, that they're going to go in that direction. And then what is going to happen once that happens? Will you have guys speak out? on it, whether it's Clay Helton, uh, Cristobal, Kyle. Herm Edwards, I think, has stability. He could come out and speak. And he always seems to be rational in what he says. It'll be interesting to see if he comes out and says stuff. I don't think... I think he's not going to get fired, nor do I think he's worrying about getting fired. Uh, I think both those things are true. I think that uh, he can speak because he has a reputation and a career before he's a college football right. coach you know yeah. as a as a former nfl player he can speak as a longtime broadcaster at espn he can speak so he comes that but that's a different career path than someone who's been you know a position coach and a coordinator and is now a head coach for the first time you know so, right which a lot of them that's yeah. the way it was that's the way it was you know and that herm edwards when he speaks just because of his name and his passion and his ability to speak draws a lot of attention. He's got a lot of friends in the media business because he spent so long in the media business. Uh, it's funny, his his hiring was roundly derided. I wish they would have hired him 10 years ago. He's six, I think he's 66 years old. <laughs> you like to have him at 56. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, but a lot what of what he brings, do. he brings because of you know the years at ESPN. That's true. I, yeah, I just read true. an interesting story about how he's coaching up his assistants to be head coaches and has them going through media training. And a lot of that is because of sitting on the set. There was a, a specific story that resonated him, resonated with him. It, I don't know if it was his first time on the air or his first time on the set as part of a panel, but it was clearly early in his broadcast experience. And he was basically uh, Trey Wingo in a commercial break right before they came, came on, saw him staring at his notes. And, he, and I think Trey just thought, oh, this guy's going to get inside his own head. And I said, I'm going to ask you a football question. You just give me a football answer. Basically, you don't need notes. You know this stuff. you got a lifetime. It's not that complicated. you know. And it really stuck with him. And uh, he's trying to pass it on to all those position coaches. He's, he's got a lot of uh, – he's built a lot of friends and allies. And the assistants we're talking about, because he tries to get us – jobs and get us out of here it makes us more loyal and want to stay i thought that was pretty interesting yeah that's an interesting concept there so i want to see what they're going to say because we had the big 10 coaches come out and speak and the ones who've got franklin and day and harbaugh and frost and those are all what i would consider big name coaches ryan day's barely getting started but he's at one of the top two or three programs in the country so automatically that gives him a level of credibility and he had a good season, got to the playoff and all that stuff. So he's got credibility, and we know what they think. So as far as anything goes, anything's on the table, to get back to your original point, yes, 
I agree 100%. It's going to be really interesting. Just just looking at Air Force, well, we're still going to play the other service academies. Well, what does that mean? You're going to play two games or going to play them twice? Play them home and home? I wondered yeah, about how's, that. How's that going to work? Or are they going to go on and build a schedule beyond that? You right, know, would that's they play? Thing too. Would they play BYU? Because it looks like Navy is playing BYU. That game seems to be on, right? The American Athletic Conference hasn't folded up yet. If they do, BYU is independent. If Navy's going to say, hey, we're going we're to play Army and Air Force, why couldn't they play a third game with the Cougars? You know, we had on, the, I mentioned this in the 6 o'clock hour, we had on uh, the play-by-play guy who uh, hinted, alluded to the fact that at some point Navy will come to Provo. It's actually part of their contract. It is, it is. Yeah, now we've yeah. seen the co- Okay. Well, it so, makes sense. Why not? We're going to play this game. You're going to come back here to Provo at some point. As long as they have the AAC schedule, then it can't be this year. If the AAC were to fold up, just, just like, well, we both need another game now, home and home. Well, why not? See you again in November. Uh, yeah. That, that's You can't rule that out either. No, no it's basically Tom Homo's... Uh, just following the news and just got a list of who's playing and who's not. And well, another one just came across. UMass just canceled their season, so they're out. Oh, no! <laughs> UMass. They're the no. 27th, according McChesney's to McChesney's bomb. There goes his 300-yard game and the 63 to whatever. What was the did, final Now, score? he had a big game against those guys. Is he that did? correct? He had a massive <laughs> game. Freshman <laughs> record, 220-some-odd yards. I think, you're, I think you're messing with us here. I think, you know. I think Herschel well. Walker was talking about that game the other day. Yeah, Herschel Walker was saying, I could have run for 850 yards. <laughs> Didn't he have a good freshman year? His best performance since Herschel Walker? <laughs> Look at you go. Uh, when we come back, uh, BYU met with the media, and the quarterback sounds like the coach, PK. Listen to the, we're going to, on the other side, we'll play this for you, and, and listen and see if, uh, if a certain quarterback, if Zach Wilson has fully, fully absorbed whatever messages he's getting, not only from the head coach, but coordinators and position coaches. Uh, we'll get that next. Stay with us. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Yeah, it's hard. You got to understand that this COVID-19 thing is a real thing. And I think just understanding that you got to keep your distance from other people. I mean, the hard thing is we all want to play every every single player here at BYU wants to play this year. Uh, no doubt about it. And so it's it's really just taking those precautions that, hey, if we're going to play, you got to avoid some of those people outside of football. You got to you know be able to stay with your roommates that are also on the team and, and not go out and go to a party and, and get sick and bring it to the team or, or get sick and take it home or, you know, whatever. But, you know, we want to play. And I think those are some of the sacrifices that we need is is to say, hey, if if we want to play football, we just got to, you know, not go out of the house for a while. That's BYU quarterback Zach Wilson right there. And you know that message has been delivered by Kalani Sataki and all the assistant coaches, the coordinators. When they hear a player spit it back to the media, they got to feel good, PK. Sweet. He's absorbing that. The odds of him living it have gone way up. Doesn't, isn't a 100% guarantee, but the odds are way up. The odds are way up for what? Minimizing risk, more likely okay. not to get sick and then get a bunch of teammates sick oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and wreck okay, everything. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's an all an odds thing, you know, it's, and, and it's not 100%. But that's the attitude you got to have. That's the attitude I think a lot of Major League Baseball players have. You know, the, we didn't know if the bubbles would work and they've held firm, but I think once you're inside the bubble and nobody's got it, even if you quote unquote make a mistake or it's a lie risk, well, if everybody's tested and everybody's clean, you're not going to get it, right? But when you're baseball and college football will be more major league baseball, right? They'll be out, 
you know, you really got to minimize. You're on the road, you got to stay in a hotel, and you can't go out. And most teams are doing it. It's, it's going great for 28 teams. And, you know, the Cardinals have basically played, I don't know what, a third or a quarter of their scheduled games. I think it's a quarter now. It keeps dropping because they keep getting games canceled. Right, yeah. And, yeah, I think that that was the situation, which I I still think it could be done in colleges because you're getting them together. It's the Nick Saban theory. He came out yesterday and then said that to where, you know, it's better to have them here than wherever there is because there is a vastness that is undefined, whereas here it is defined. There's no guarantees. But now we're hearing, you know, about these effects about the health, and I know that uh, who somebody, some lady, uh, Nicole, is it her name? Albrecht, mm-hmm. uh, she's a national. She tweeted Works about athletic, it. Yeah. And Stuart Mandel went out there, and it just seems like they feast on that stuff, uh, this national folk who it's sort of interesting because they need this. You would think they need it to, yeah. to have a living. Uh, but it, it, once you introduce the health, Okay, great. That's very important. But where is the concern be about this health for football all these years? I mean, is Steve Day talking about the CTE and stuff? Those those are legitimate things. We've had we've had the ultimate tragedy multiple times occur and linked back to CTE, which is linked back caused by playing football. So what are we doing with this health thing? It's important, but why now and not then? Why Lib- not? Why not the outrage then? All I can give you is liability that they haven't uh, either faced or been worried about uh, multi-million-dollar lawsuits over uh, CTE, but they are worried about multi-million-dollar lawsuits over um, long-term health problems. Well, either short-term somebody dies in the short term or long-term, uh, you were talking about it, is the, the myo, myocarditis. I don't know. We're getting, I'm getting in over my skis here on the medicine stuff. But the issues with the, the virus causes with the heart or the heart lining. Are we having Dr. Petron on tomorrow to spell this out for everybody? That is what we are planning on. Good, because that's an upgrade over Dr. DJ and Dr. PK. So we'll talk. We'll run all oh, the well, not when it comes to love, hey. though. No, hey. not the doctor of love. He was pre-med on Friday nights and at yeah, we all know. It's where I get uh, when you, if love matters. Contact me because I can help you out. Because the facts remain very, very abundantly clear in this world of confusion. I know how to treat women, and I know how women want to be treated. Oh boy! So we'll Back have him to on that. tomorrow. But the, I think the liability issue is why the health thing goes front and center now when it hasn't been. You know, okay, there, have been, the, there have been players who have died during uh, workouts, yeah. right? both in the NFL and college football. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. But I don't understand that either because you talk about the long-term ramifications. Well, the reality is the long-term ramifications is those people uh, are the, who are in the levels of authority over it, they're not going to be in levels of authority then, and they may not even be alive themselves. What are we talking about? Five years, 10 years, 25 years, 30 years, 50 years? You know, I don't know. I guess all of it. I don't know what to tell you on that. We will run that past Dr. Petron tomorrow. Well, here's what I think now. To eliminate that, I'm having... This just came to me, and I think it's brilliant. Flag football in the fall. No. No, you still need offensive linemen. We're not going to have them count Mississippis before they rush, right? No, because nobody's going to watch that. Right, so we still have that. How about that? 
and then you just you pull the flag? Are you surprised, he says, changing the subject, that the Mountain West shut it down? The group of five just seems to split as the power five. I'm flummoxed, and I'm not even sure what that means. It's a good word, though. I know it is. You put an X or a Z in word, they just sound better. I'm flummoxed right now. I mean, I, it is, I, I'm not Dr. Zeus here, so I don't know. That's my getting my Zs, because you said put a Z in there. Yeah. Well done. I was jazzed about the Mountain West playing. So got Z's yeah, I know. You're going to run with a theme. I got it. I think we all got it. <laughs> we just wonder. You introduced it, and I'm trying to help you out <laughs> by furthering your cause, and then you attack uh, me. I didn't attack you. You sort of did. You in your passive-aggressive way <laughs> that DJ loves to attack. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> with a Z, by the way. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm disappointed. I'm surprised. Uh, but I have no answers. I have no idea if it's right or wrong. I'm not going to come. We'll let the others lecture you. The older I got, the less the You're I'm lecture you. lecturing people. Yeah, it's just not going to work. And I know we're supposed to have strong opinions and blah, blah, blah. Know, but but once those opinions but, transfer to lectures, I'm out. Doesn't matter. You can have the, the wisdom of the world you can present to me, but if it's presented in a lecture form, I'm out. <laughs> You are Asm. I am Asm. <laughs> I'm feeling very Asm. We got a history of Asm. I think that uh, part of it being, you know, the novel coronavirus and it's new is that a lot of the lectures and a lot of the things that you can definitively speak about, you've seen it happen before. You have a pretty good idea how things are going to trend. And that can be, you know, from wins and losses to championships to uh, trades and free agents and coaches hirings and firings, right? You got all yeah. these trends. Yeah. But we've literally, we have not lived through a pandemic before. We've never seen a pandemic sweep across this country. There have been pandemics in other parts of the world that have an impact, but how much did we know about them? How much did we learn from them? How much did we observe of them? None, 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 very little. You know, so we don't, we don't have a lot to draw on on this. And it's why, I, you know, anytime you say definitively, this is going to happen in three months, like, really? I mean, doesn't it seem like there have been curveballs coming every month or two with this? Things have trended like that's okay. Yeah, if you want to go a week or two, fine. Yeah, Uh, you know, okay. I didn't quite see that. I didn't see this. I did think that there'd be some kind of plan for football. Even the people that you think know the most, right? Uh, Doctor Fauci has been out there, right? And even he said early with football, it's going to be hard. He didn't say absolutely not, absolutely yes. He was talking about the NFL. He says it's going to be hard. Might happen. You know, there's a lot of variables between now and then. Um, and he said that a couple months ago. And so I'm, I'm curious. Uh, we talked about this a little earlier. You know, Major League Baseball has done a pretty good job, Marlins and Cardinals aside. But the other 28 teams have done a pretty good job. Follow the rules, you know, not have positive tests, not have outbreaks. And they're talking about doing the playoffs in a bubble, going to one location or maybe two locations. And I saw New York floated. New York and Philly and Boston are all pretty close together, right? You have multiple ballparks and you play there. But the weather's terrible there. We've all right. seen postseason games. When they floated that, I'm like, I guess you have to say that out loud. But aren't you going to Southern California, Arizona, Texas, or Florida? I mean, aren't you going south? 
Come on. And then I did see one plan that was uh, Dodger Stadium and then Anaheim and San Diego as well. And, and try to play four series in three parks and, and just, uh, you know, just knock it out. Well, if you don't have any fans, you got tons of diamonds in spring training facilities. Yeah, it depends in Arizona. on. Yes. And I, yeah. And I realize, you know, what the, what the situation is health wise there. But if you're not going to have any fans, they could never do that in the summer because it's just too blazing hot. But when you get to October in the evenings, uh, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if, if they do that. Although I was watching, uh, I was watching the I ninety five show, and Wilbon threw out there. He's like, it makes a ton of sense, but can the players and owners agree on anything? It just seems like they're at each other's throats, you know, you know, every day of the week. And so this, yeah, those guys, yeah, I got your point. Yeah, and, and he said, you know, the players didn't want to be away from home. Now this would be different because for two teams, it'd be five weeks. I mean, without travel days, it would, now, short. it would change the competition because it would put more of a stress on, on the depth of your starting pitching. If you don't have all those, tra- you know, play two days, have a day off, play three days, have a day off for travel. And if you're just sitting in the same ballpark, you play seven days in a row because then you need four starters. Oh, yeah, they could wrap that up in four weeks if that's what you wanted right. to do. Right, and just get, just get right through it. Um, not have time off in between series. You know, if both series are done, then on with it, you know. We don't it's have to- doable. Yeah. So it seemed like a decent idea. And if they were having problems with the ballparks and sanitizing, they even said, we'll put one of the wild card rounds up in San Francisco. You know, San Francisco in the fall is, is better than San Francisco in the summer. The weather would be better than what we just saw for PGA and Harding Park with all that fog. You know, that's just San Francisco in the summer with the fog coming in all the time and the temperatures in the 60s. But Well, I got that beautiful stadium out there in Kearns. Ooh, I like it. Not happening. And then we got our ballpark, uh, what's it, Smith's, where the bees play? See? We got BYU's a great I ballpark, Mil- I too. Miller Ballpark down in Provo. And you also yeah, and they put in that drainage system so we don't have to worry about the rain. UVU the and Ogden. Ogden, yeah, they've got a good one Bring up there. it to Utah. There it is. Done. I don't understand why they don't. They should just travel it every year, make it a traveling circus. We'll bring it to you. You don't have to come to us. You want to grow your sport so the average baseball fan isn't 172 years old? Jeez. DJ and PK brought to you apart by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram in Sandy. The other thing we talked about is the Jazz. Hard to get a read. There was a half that looked like real basketball, although it's still, there was no Donovan Mitchell, no Porzing, uh, no uh, Porzingis, no Doncic. But with both teams missing their top two scores, with Bogdanovich out, obviously, for all of the everything, uh, man, the Jazz were shooting it. They were, they were scoring without their top two scores. They were scoring at will. Draining threes from all over the place, up 70 to 54 at the half before they pulled everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the playoff to get here, man, to start seeing the guys play, see what they can do. Uh, I'm a playoff guy anyway. There's no doubt about it. I love my playoffs. doesn't even matter what sport. So to have that opportunity there, uh, yeah, they're going to have to play really well to win a first-round series. We get it. But let's see if they can. And, and that's what sports is about. See if you can. You know, you know, some teams, some players, whatever it is, if it's an individual sport, you know, the odds are against you. But see if you can. Jazz eventually lost the game because they went to the bench. They went way, way down the bench to the two-way guys, and they uh, 
the G League guys and the Mavericks and the, and those guys played all right for a while, but eventually the Mavericks got it together and uh, their bench came back and, and led them to the one twenty two one fourteen win. Jazz are a half game behind the Thunder. The Thunder lost to the Suns one twenty eight one hundred one. You want to take a bow for your six and zero Suns? Well, I said early on that I thought Monty Williams had a shot to be restart coach of the year. And you just struck me down as if I was meaningless, which largely I am. But that hurt. That hurt because I felt something in my heart about Monty Williams that he could do it. Devin Booker, he needs to get out of Phoenix and join the Warriors, huh? Yeah, they don't have the money for that. Draymond Green got fined fifty grand for that. You know, it's probably <laughs> worth it because I think he wants a TV career, and I think he can probably do it. Um, sure. But, you know, when LeBron says stuff about AD or Magic says something about somebody, you know, the Lakers were a team with cap room at that point. And so it was all plausible. Where's it capped out? Devin Booker may well leave Phoenix. And the NBA probably doesn't want him. Whether they're, the tampering usually means you're trying to bring it to your team. You know, they, they can't afford Devin Booker. They don't have the cap space. So. Well, yeah, but you made the trade for Jamon Green. He's, and that makes them awfully <laughs> small. <laughs> That makes them, I mean, I'm all in favor of small ball. That's fun, but that's an awfully small team. (laughs) That that would be funny if they traded him for Jamon Green, and there you go. He's out. You're out. (laughs) How about that, Draymond? (laughs) Welcome to Phoenix. uh, For the the Suns, you know, it's not about uh, getting to the postseason. If they got there, that'd be great, but can they build something? Because they've acquired a bunch of picks. I mean, they're they're like the latter-day Clippers, you know, and the Clippers acquired all those picks. Never seemed to get any better, but they got all those picks. And the Suns have been getting a lot of picks. And can you get there uh, based on your ability to draft guys? And can you get there almost in spite of your owner? With Sterling and Sarver hasn't had some of the nonsense, but as far as being a lousy owner, he's had a lot of that. He's gotten in the way. Yeah. And so can they overcome that? No. Not in the long run. Briefly you can and the Clippers did at times. You know, they, they did had it, yeah, a couple times. They had playoff teams and but I mean they had like four playoff teams and three teams with winning records in 30 years ballpark which you should Those, just out of dumb luck just by getting a pick that ends right. up being a decent player. Well, I mean, they hired Larry Brown. They actually went out and hired an established coach and a proven winner in Larry Brown, and he came in and won for two years. But he's Larry Brown. He's not going to be there for a decade. Plus, it's the Clippers, so you're not going to be there for a decade. There's no way Larry Brown was going to stay with the Clippers. And so he was out, and that was you know two of their four good years. Right, but I think Monty Williams has seemed like he's got whatever it is that you're supposed to have together to be a good basketball coach. Yeah, I think so, as long as Sarver doesn't mess it up. Yeah, but they they should be able to be get they should be able to get better. But there's a long way to go, as you've said. That just making the playoffs in the West is no easy task, which is great. That's the way it should be. It shouldn't be easy to make the postseason. You should have to battle a little bit because the regular season has to have some level of worth. It can't be completely and totally meaningless. The problem with the West is I think there's going to be twelve, certainly eleven, twelve well-run, good franchises. You know, there's there's seven good ones right now. You can just look at the standings and see them, right? Dallas, everything. Up. So there's seven. The Warriors should be way better because they'll be healthier. So they should, I don't know if they'll be championship level, but they got to be a 50-win team, you know, top four in the West, I would think. 
Uh, Portland is clearly going to be healthier and much better. We're already seeing that now. So that's nine. And then you look at some of the teams that you know have some youth, have some talent, and ought to be trending up, right? New Orleans didn't really show it in the bubble, but they ought to be trending up. Memphis isn't showing in the bubble, but I think they're clearly trending up. They're down J.J. Jr., right? J.J.J.R.? Uh, right now, today, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, but they have him back next year, and you got another year, and Morant's got another year, and, you know. So now all of a sudden you're looking at, wow, okay, that's, that's 10 and 11. Phoenix would be 12. I'm wondering if uh, New Orleans is going to end up being like Minnesota was a few years back. Could be. Man. They're just really on the come. Watch out for Minnesota. I kept saying, wait a second. This is like the fifth year I'm supposed to be watching out for Minnesota. So the teams I've left out now are uh, – I'm losing track of who I left out. Sacramento, Minnesota. Who else in the West is uh, – if if Phoenix isn't hopeless, who, who else is left? Oh, wh- where is San Antonio going? That seems like an older Hopefully team. Down. They're going to miss the playoffs. You know, they're due to be down. They're due to be on the outside looking in after 22 straight years. You know, it's like the Jazz after Stockton and Malone missed three years in a row. And maybe San Antonio is going to go through that. But that's a pretty loaded West right there. You know, and you look over in the East and you think they've got mm, six pretty good organizations and three or three or four three mediocre ones. And then everybody else really blows. Seems unbalanced, but I'll get fixed one day, I guess. All right, DJ and PK, when we come back, your feedback, stay with us. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. Feedback of the day is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Just uh, hit up Twitter looking for reaction before that, checking to see if there's anything on the Big Ten because the president started meeting at 1030 Eastern. should be 830 Mountain Time. Yak, I haven't seen anything. Have you seen anything? Nope. Still pretty silent out there. All right. Well. I guess whatever news there is will break during uh, Scotty and Hans' show coming up. So uh, stay tuned for that. They'll let you know whatever's going on uh, when it happens. All right. Uh, we got some questions here. 2020, 2020 Pac-12 champs. Please ask Steve if he wears a mask. Ask him what he's done to help reduce the spread of the virus, which would help us save live sports right now. I didn't see that in time to ask him that. What, what he so Steve Tate wearing a mask can save live sports? Yes. Wow, he has more power than I thought. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if he were one of many, a leader, that'd be more of an impact. <sighs> Did PK Kinnan really just say that basketball was way more important than social change? That wasn't what I took away from that discussion, PK, but. Tom Why do I even know. try? I don't, I don't know. I, I think we've had two and a half months of racial talk. I, <laughs> I think your views on race are far more nuanced and out there than that. But <laughs> Yes. It, the worth of one three-point field goal is far greater than the worth of a soul. That was sarcasm on multiple <laughs> levels, I think. I see what you just did there. That's, I was playing checkers for a moment and realized that was a chess game and I needed to up my game. <laughs> I don't even know what I said, but I'm sure whatever it was, he didn't like it. <laughs> he didn't like it. I did take that away, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Larry Kristoviak is taking shots right now. Shiloh yeah. Lode. Speaking of University of Utah, I wonder if anyone has asked Larry Kristoviak's position on canceling the season for player safety. Hmm. Oh, because of that game. Yeah, that'll yeah. go down. Uh, 
Uh, Hopefully not for Larry because I like him and I want him to have success. Uh, But if it doesn't get any better, that might go down as his most recognizable, I don't want to say an accomplishment, but most recognizable whatever you want to fill in the blank for uh, during his tenure of uh, getting that game to be not. That was a big hubbub at the time, certainly. Uh, But, you know, Larry still has time here. And I wish him well. I'd like to see him compete and get back to where the University of Utah basketball has been for so many years. All right, DJ and PK, we are out of time. We will see you back here tomorrow. Coming up next, it's Hands and Scotty on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.